Greetings and welcome to the first episode of Potential Vibes. I am Oba Anya Onioni, known to many as Sister Afrikiti. Among other things, I am a certified grief recovery specialist, certified by the Grief Recovery Institute in 2006. Why, you may ask, begin with the subject of grief. As I observe and live through today's environment of racial injustice, violence, and a plethora of self-sabotaging behaviors, I ask myself, what is the root from which these behaviors grow? I have come to the conclusion that the root is loss. Among other descriptions, loss is defined as the action of having something go out of one's control or possession, bereavement, and deprivation. How does grief relate to loss? The Grief Recovery Institute defines grief as the conflicting feelings caused by the end of or change in a familiar pattern of behavior. Grief is the normal and natural reaction to loss of any kind. Grief is a conflicting emotional experience comprised of both positive and negative feelings occurring simultaneously. As an example, I will share a personal grief experience. My mother succumbed to complications from diabetes and COPD after several years of health decline. Needless to say, I was devastated. I slipped into a period of depression, which was negatively impacting multiple areas of my life. As I began to reflect on her death, I became aware of both positive and negative feelings. I was saddened by her loss, yet happy that she was no longer suffering. It occurred to me that both feelings were valid responses to her death. Both were normal and natural reactions. Grief also shows up in many areas of life, not only death or divorce. It occurs in breakups, employment, finances, health, family relationships, societal injustices, racism, gender inequalities, Ageism, socioeconomics, loss of trust, loss of safety, and loss of agency over one's own body. After years of research and studies, the Grief Recovery Institute found that while grief is one of the most powerful emotions, it is also the most neglected and misunderstood experiences. Generally, we have been socialized to deal with grief from an intellectual perspective, which is unsuccessful, as unsuccessful as attempting to carry water in the hem of a cloth garment. Grief is a hard issue, a broken heart that cannot be healed by the brain alone. What grief is not? Grief is not intellectual, a personality disorder, nor a pathological condition. It is not pressure, burnout, stress, nor depression. In fact, depression is the leading misrepresentation 
of the symptomatic presentations of grief and has generated an epidemic of pharmaceutical interventions alleged to quote-unquote cure grief. In truth, there are no grief drugs. There are two critical outcomes to the use of psychotropic drugs. Both are extremely dangerous to the griever. The first outcome is potentially drug addiction. And the second is the inability to feel at all. Psychotropic drugs hide the normal and natural reactions to loss. And once buried, feelings are extremely difficult to reconnect. Importantly, people who cannot feel are also known as psychopaths. How does grief present itself? Now that we have a basic understanding of what grief is and is not, let's turn our attention to how grief presents itself. How does it show up? These presentations are erroneously linked to the stages of dying identified in the work of Dr. Elizabeth Kubler-Ross. Dr. Kubler-Ross proclaimed that a dying person experiences five emotional stages. Denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and finally, acceptance. While these stages apply to a dying person, they do not apply to grievers. There are no stages of grief. It's important to note that the intensity, longevity, and effect of a loss is extremely individualized and unique to each griever. The Grief Recovery Institute, after decades of working with grievers, identified several common grief responses. Let's look at the top five. Number one, a sense of numbness. This is typically the initial response after a loss. It can be physical numbness or emotional, or both. Generally, the longevity of numbness lasts for several hours. Number two, insomnia or excessive sleeping, and sometimes both, in a toggle-like fashion. Up for three days, followed by sleeping for three days or more. Number three, changes in eating habits. No appetite or an insatiable appetite. This is also experienced in a top of light manner. Roller coaster or emotional energy, number four. Today, this experience might be described as manic depressive behavior and feelings. Highs and lows, lows and highs. This experience results in the grief of feeling energetically drained on an emotional and physical level. Not all people experience grief in the same way, under the same conditions. The reactions are not universal. Not everyone will experience them all in the same way, or order, or even for the same length of time. There are no grief absolutes. 